Hey, what up, Long Beach? Welcome back to the one and only Long Beach State Athletics podcast that features the one and only athletics director, Andy Fee. It is the LB Fee Show, and as always, it is hosted by the562.org, which is myself, JJ Fiddler, and to my right. Mike Gardabasio, uh, very excited to be here as always. Andy, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Happy Monday. Welcome back <laughs> to your show. Hopefully, Andy. hopefully, no case of the Mondays going around here. So a little bit. We've been carrying the banner for you, Andy. Gr- glad to have you back. You've been a little bit busy. Uh, a lot of things have happened since the last time we spoke. One of which is the Long Beach State men's volleyball team reached the top of the mountain, first national championship in 20 years. Congratulations. First to NCAA you. title at Sorry. Long Beach State in 20 years. I do not discount the 2013 AVCA Beach Volleyball Championship. And neither do I. That's a slip of the tongue. <laughs> uh, Andy, congratulations to you, the department, everybody here. It, it just must be a never-ending celebration at this point. Yeah, it's, um, you know, I think it finally kind of hit me, you know, and, and, and I had such a small uh, part of the uh, of the championship, but you had some really key serves in the fourth set. You know, <laughs> when coach told me I better get that serve in, I was like, I better get that serve in. But, uh, you know, I mean, the more that I, I talk to people, I'm on campus. I was uh, with the president this morning, and, you know, she was talking about all the other great things that are going on around beach athletics. But, you know, we start talking around Allen and the program, and you, you think about how tough it is to win a national championship. Forget just winning, like, a conference championship. But to win a national championship, I think it kind of cemented to me just, again, like how difficult it is to reach the top of the mountain. Well, I mean, I, you know, J.J. and I were in high school when the 1998 team won and uh, for on the women's uh, women's volleyball side. It is a, it is officially a volleyball school now, right? It's with all of the NCAA titles being volleyball ones, is that going to go up on a sign somewhere or something? Volleyball U, right? I mean, I think I'm waiting for the Netflix show, right? Volleyball U, I think. There's definitely enough trophies in that hallway that we're very near, by the way. We're recording in the Clay Room here in the Walter Pyramid, and there are enough trophies in there for a documentary. It's got documentary-level history, that's for sure. That, that was one question I had, Andy. I, I was so impressed with – so they win the national championship Saturday night. Um, by the time they get off the 405, they have a police escort down to EJ Malloy's. EJ's is all decked out. There's fans there. There's confetti. I feel like within a couple days, there's a huge national championship banner up on the parking structure. Uh, there's further plans to celebrate the team. I know if you're listening to this Tuesday morning, they're going to be at the city council meeting at the city hall in Long Beach Tuesday at 5 p.m., um, how quickly did all those plans go into motion and what is that like, do you know what I mean? For your department, because that involves, obviously the team is one small team within your larger department, but every aspect of the department has to work on putting all that stuff together. Right. Well, well now that we won it, we can talk about how much we were thinking about all of these <laughs> things that, that you couldn't bring up to Alan or the team where you're like, yeah, you know, what'll be, will be. Yeah, Meanwhile, right. I'm like, uh, did you call EJ Malloy's? <laughs> Get the banners up. Uh, you know, it's a lot of moving parts, but, but something we've obviously loved to be a part of, again, um, you know, to celebrate, you know, a national championship does not come along very often. Uh, you know, the president was great. The reason that huge banner is up on the parking structure is President Conley. She made that happen, so kudos to her. Um, you know, the party afterwards at EJ Malloy's, you know, credit to uh, our development staff for, for jumping on the phone and, uh, you know, getting in touch with them. Uh, Bruce Double D Mac Ray helping with the police <laughs> escort. Um, I was actually a little bit, I drove separately, so I was a little bit behind uh, the caravan, as I'll call it. And, I knew it was supposed to happen, but then I was I was a little taken back by how many 
police vehicles there were. And I was like, well, I think that's us, but maybe something happened. I, I would say <laughs> as a resident of East Long Beach, I'm sure there were quite a few furious next door posts going around with confused people wondering what the emergency was. Uh, I was super impressed by that too, but JJ and I pulled in maybe 90 seconds after the bus got there. So as we pull in, we saw all these sirens, and literally it did not even occur to me that there had been a police escort. Our first thought was just like, oh, no. Like Some, something, something went wrong. Something has gone horribly wrong. And as we get up there and realize what happened, it was just like, oh, okay, well, that's awesome. What a cool moment for those kids. Alan said the same thing, though. He said when, the, when, the, uh, when they picked up the bus, his first thought, he's like, are we really getting pulled over right after we won the national championship? It took him a second to realize it was like a parade, you know? Was there something that you guys were nervous about pulling the trigger? on that eventually when the game was over you're like okay go with that with x was there was there x something that you were like well we can't do it quite yet but as soon as that final point was scored you let it go well it was um you know the the after party as we call it now we were going to do it regardless and obviously we did not want to come and get the silver medal there but um you know we were going to celebrate the year um regardless of the win or of the result. And, and, and of course, we were thrilled to get the win. But, you know, I, I, as I watched it from the corner of the floor, I, it, it was very surreal to me because, you know, this battle's going on where, you know, you, you watch the first set. And, you know, honestly, from my perspective, it was, what, 25-20, and it was like just cruise through that. And I never felt threatened by them. And so you start thinking, well, I start thinking. You start like, making your plans. Hey, you start yeah, thinking about right. it. You start thinking about, like, what's happening, who's taking the president from the stands to the locker room, and who's right. doing all these things. And you can't start thinking about that. So my mind is just spinning, you know. Right. It's like a slot machine. The little things are just <laughs> rotating in my, 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 my head here. But, um, you know, you try not to get too far ahead of it, but um, you can't help. I mean, that, that's the thing in life. You know, you, 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 in sports, you get superstitious, I think. It's tough not to be super superstitious, but, um, you know, things have to get done. I mean, we got to celebrate these things. And so, and again, as you get back to those whole celebrations thing about, aren't spontaneous, right? Correct. Like it'd be great if there was a, you know, a party fairy that just waved a magic wand and we're all good. <laughs> and yeah, I don't have to worry about it, but, um, you know, but you don't want to get too far ahead. You don't want the message to be that you're thinking about championships and celebrating when, when the hard work has yet to be done. But, um, it, it was fantastic. Um, it was stressful just because, um, you know, there's nothing that we can do. You know, we're all just watching this, this game unfold and, you know, you want to run in there and tell someone to, you know, serve it here, do this, mm -hmm. do that. And you just, all you can do is just stand there and go, yeah. Oh my, what is going on right now? But, uh, <laughs> you know, after I got over the heart attack and additional a thousand gray hairs of, uh, that fourth set, um, watching the celebration was really surreal i was like is it really over or is this like gotta do it again it, it is the weirdest thing especially when you're in a fifth set that it is like two teams competing as hard as they can and then somebody snaps their fingers and all of a sudden one team is just at the height of emotion and the other team is kind of crushed uh but you know jj and i have kind of had to explain the dynamic that you were just talking about where we've had to tell superstitious coaches or players you know, hey, listen, you do whatever you need to do in your process, but we do need to figure out what we're going to do in terms of videos or whatever else. Like, we can't leave that until after a, after a game is over. Well, it's always good to just remind yourself in situations like this that there are 2018 National Championship UCLA shirts floating around there somewhere. <laughs> right. And no one knows where they're going to end up, but they're out there. <laughs>
Things have to be planned. Things have to be ready. But things don't stop for you, Andy. Exactly. Obviously, you've been con continuing your schedule, busy schedule as it is, while trying to maintain the uh, the best possible extra thing on your schedule, which is a national <laughs> championship. But like the Big West meetings, Big West meetings were last week. How how many hours did you have between hanging out with the national champions and having to sit through the Big West meetings as well? So I think I got home on I guess that would be what Saturday night right Sunday morning Saturday Sunday night, morning yeah. midnight maybe you know um and I had a 650 flight at no. LAX <laughs> on Sunday on Sunday morning so I I didn't even pack I, I grabbed my suitcase and I just threw some stuff in there to be honest I greatness mean, doesn't sleep you know, I didn't have time for that. No one's got time for that, right? Um, and uh, jumped on a flight, got there probably maybe 11 o'clock into Honolulu, um, unpacked, actually went down the beach for about an hour or so, went back up, and I just started working on some emails. And then uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Big West meetings worked. Uh, collectively, we worked on scheduling with um, UC San Diego and Bakersfield entering our league in 2020 so we've we've had to adjust the scheduling obviously with the two additional teams and and obviously there's a little bit of everybody all over the map in terms of who wants to play a full schedule or who thinks we should play an arrested schedule with a conference tournament a and, few uh, egos in that room huh yeah you know there's a few <laughs> opinions you know a few <laughs> people have a few things they would just say, i just got to say this right i heard that a couple times i just <laughs> I, can i just say something you know i mean <laughs> point of order i heard that a couple times uh, but, you know, collegial environment, but, uh, you know, everybody is positioning themselves. And, um, you know, in the end, uh, you know, I think we arrived at what, what collectively is best for the conference um, with those two teams in. Um, any news you can break with us here? Well, you know, I'll, that's what we do with this show. I don't think there's any coaches left to give extensions to. Yeah, you know, nothing, nothing exciting. I'll, you know, albeit <laughs> that uh, there'll be plenty of conference games in uh, baseball and softball uh, with, with a 30 game schedule on both sides. Uh, so that be, is plenty of games. I agree with you. That's a lot of Big West games right there. So. Okay, well, we're going to get into this week at the beach. Uh, but first, you know, Long Beach is sort of known for having epic summers with tons of stuff to do for free and everything. But the way things have been going at Long Beach State this year, spring might be the new official season of the city. Uh, in addition to the men's volleyball success we just talked about, the women's track and field program won its first ever Big West championship last weekend. Um, how excited are you for those guys? And, you know, what has that, uh, that been like to sort of soak that in? It's like you bet you're not even done celebrating one championship and you got another one rolling in. It's just that easy. I show up and we win. But uh, <laughs> if it were only that, that, that your, easy. Your winning percentage is off the charts right <laughs> now. Yeah. Should I just retire right now? Probably. <laughs> but uh, – but amazing. You know, I, I was kind of shocked. I did not realize the women had never won Big West before. I, I was just, surprised by that as well. Just yeah. assumed it. I, I mean, I just, you know, I, I don't know why it's shocking to me. Uh, I'm sure they, they'll tell you they, they felt like they probably should have won it in other years. And, and that's the problem is it's not as easy as just saying it. But, you know, um, when I looked at the standings, and I, and I don't know how all the events laid out, but, you know, on – Going into the last day, the men were in first place, and so I'm thinking, oh, okay, well, you know, they're there, and the Maybe women were. I, right. Do you guys remember where the women were headed? The, the in? women were, I want to say, fifth place or so, but they were right in the middle of the pack. Uh, but a, a huge salute to Coach Scythe, who's been on the show, but also Latanya Sheffield, the I believe that it's associate head coach, That's um, correct. who's helped put together a women's sprint group 
that was really impressive. I, I think what was crazy to me was I believe it was the first time they'd ever won the 4x100. And if you consider the number of Olympic sprinters that have come out of Long Beach – uh, for the university to have not won the 4 by one was pretty crazy, but they set a school record this year. Well, Mike, they broke their own school record Twice. that they set earlier. Right. So, yeah, they're breaking their own school record to set a school record to win a school record. And then it's Courtney Davis. I mean, there's really some incredible sprinters on that team. So I, w- one of the things I appreciate about it, I'm, I cover a lot of track and field. Uh, JJ and I obviously stay busy on that with the high schools that are in town. But it was the events. You appreciate all the events, absolutely. But it was the events that people really go to a track meet to see. It was the 100 and the 4 by one and the 200 and the 400 that put them over the top. Um, so that's what I thought was awesome. I mean, it, was, it was great on TV. It was exciting races and uh, cool to see Long Beach on top for sure. There's also some other postseason success to take pride in here at Long Beach State. Long Beach State softball going to make their 24th postseason appearance. We're going to be talking to head coach Kim Souter in just a few minutes. Uh, 49ers going to be in Tempe for the Tempe Regional against Old Miss, Arizona State, New Mexico State. Andy, are you headed out Arizona way? I will be. I will unfortunately probably land towards the end of our first game. I've, I, I'm serving on a, a presidential committee, um, a search committee. But, uh, but I'm excited, you know, and there's a little, uh, there's a little backstory. I don't know if, if Kim's going to talk about it with Ole Miss, and we, we've got a couple transfers from Ole Miss who are currently on our team. Yeah, Gracie Marjum, who actually accepted the proposal, in yes. the, or as Mike calls it, the ring in the ring, after senior day. So, yeah, that, you're right. That is, that is going to be interesting because, as we've seen in, uh, in these universities, it takes a couple years for it's not, your – It's not on the list of questions to ask Kim. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Your no, acquaintances. But, like, a couple years removed, there's still a lot of people you've 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 been around at these universities the turnover isn't that much so yeah so a lot of familiar faces for them hopefully as every team says going into these regional weekends hopefully we don't have to see the team we played first again hopefully everything shakes out you win your first three you're done you can move on to the exactly next <laughs> obviously they're not the only team on the diamond that will be playing the dirtbags are taking the, uh, the the fun road trip in the big west they're going to as much as i love long beach dirtbags traveling to hawaii uh for some if you want to stay up late and watch some baseball those games uh it's going to start at 9 30 p.m local time uh but the last road series for the dirtbags in the big west schedule this year yeah those uh, first two games are at 9 30 local time you can watch that uh, online at longbeachstate.com through the big west uh, feed and the last game is going to be a little bit earlier at four on uh, on sunday so you can check that out as well and shout out to our guy johnny weeks Local yeah. Millican high guy and uh, just playing out there in Hawaii, but playing uh, Long Beach baseball. He set their record for sacrifice bunts this year with his 41st. If there's a guy on and Johnny Weeks is coming up, I will give Troy Buckley the scouting report that he will be sack bunting. Yes. Softball <laughs> and baseball coverage. You can find it all at the562.org. Right now at the562.org, you can find coverage of those championships that we mentioned, the Big West Track Championship for the Long Beach State women, but also some behind-the-scenes coverage from the Men's Volleyball Championship. We have a long article up chronicling some of the the behind-the-scenes stuff that went on during championship week. We'll also be bringing you an in-depth video on the championship match as well as a behind-the-scenes video in the coming days. Please go to the562.org and click subscribe to support local journalism. We are now joined by our special guest this week, Kim Souter, 12th-year head coach of the Long Beach State softball team. All we do is have postseason representatives on this show. And, yes, the softball team is making their 24th all-time appearance in the NCAA postseason, the seventh time in 12 years under Kim Souter. So, Coach, welcome to the show, and congratulations. Thanks for having me, and uh, thank you very much. Uh, Certainly 
is the best time of the year in, in our sport. And uh, we're really excited for uh, this next week and the, the opportunity ahead of us. You, you guys had extreme confidence in your own uh, postseason fate because you had your banquet at the same time as the bracket re the bracket reveal on ESPN. What was that night like? I mean, to have your banquet happening at the same time as you're finding out where you're going in the NCAAs, I imagine it would be a pretty special evening. It was a very special day uh, yesterday. Um, we wouldn't, if we weren't uh, pretty much 99% sure that we were going to, to get in, we would not, uh, I don't like to get everybody together to do that. In fact, the last time we had a banquet, we finished about an hour before and everybody kind of went to where they they were, you know, uh -huh. the team went together and, and parents went, you know, we all kind of went our separate ways to watch it because we weren't sure. Um, and we did end up getting in and going up to Oregon, but uh, we were we were feeling really good yesterday, and just uh, these are special opportunities, and and to bring the whole family together that's that's been there all season and and watch it together was um, just a memory that I we all are going to cherish and. It, it was a really special evening. And obviously with where you guys finished in the RPI, the confidence was well-earned, but I, I was sort of making a joke with my wife. Like, if you if you take your boyfriend, if you take your girlfriend on vacation and you're planning on proposing, if you're proposing at the beginning of the vacation, you're really confident she's going to say yes, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, those are two days that, besides the off-season, probably the days that are most planned. A lot of planning goes into the banquet. I'm sure a lot of planning goes into how to get to the NCAA tournament and then travel that week. We are recording this on Monday here inside Walter Pyramid. What does your week look like? How does the travel plan work out? Um, we are planning to leave on Wednesday. Um, and just to make it an even busier week, we are in finals week. So <laughs> I, uh, I know our, our student athletes are taking finals as we speak. So today we did take the day off. Um, just to let them really focus on on their studies and our number one priority here in, is our academics and uh, so they are taking finals we're going to lift weights and practice tomorrow um, and we are going to practice Wednesday morning and get on the road Wednesday afternoon so a lot of Wednesday and Thursday finals will be proctored on the road and fortunately we have our academic advisor going to to help us help us out with all that and try to keep the the stress level down unbelievable the life of a student athlete on their way to tempe for the tempe regional taking on arizona state but first starting with old miss on friday huge that that game is on espn 4 p.m for those of you wanting to put it on your calendar who's going to start in the circle for you guys against old miss well we have not made that decision yet uh we definitely have have you know, three very good options, and uh, we're going to practice this week and uh, take a look at film and, uh, you know, see see what the best matchup is, and uh, we'll be, we'll make that decision probably closer to Wednesday. Well, your, your top two pitchers are coming off two pretty good performances over the weekend. I mean, Jessica Flores got her 10th win of the year with her eighth complete game. Sophomore Cielo Meza, who was just a stud here earlier in the season, uh, struck out seven in a complete game performance. 22 wins so either way you go you have a good decision to make you just take you're just taking yourself out of the running i was gonna say yeah. if you haven't made a decision jj might still be on the list but apparently you've narrowed it down to your actually quality pitchers which is you know that's not a bad decision either i guess yeah we're we're in a good position with with either of those pitchers jessica flores is uh 
pitching the best she has all season and and carrying a lot of confidence right now and uh Cielo can can uh, pitch against anybody in the country and uh you know so two good options we're excited to to play and uh yeah we'll make that decision probably Wednesday or Thursday all righty well the uh Awards for the Peg West came out this week, and Big West Player of the Week is your senior, Julia Lombardi, who had the two-run home run in that first win over Cal State Northridge on the weekend, had five RBIs, and uh, and went five for nine on the weekend. She's a big part of this team, a big part of that senior class, but her family has also been a big part of your program over the last few years. Yes, they have. Um, yeah, I mean, we've, we've started recruiting – Lauren Lombardi, her older sister, probably, um, gosh, it's got to be at least six, seven years ago. So we've, you know, been able to build a relationship with this family for, for over seven years. And uh, they're, you know, they're both very special to our program. And uh, their family is just about at every game and really supportive and uh, just a great family. And we're really lucky to, to have them in in at Long Beach State. Do you consider that when you're recruiting a player who might have a sister or a close relative, do you consider that when you bring a family into your program, they're going to be part of your program for better or worse for the next few years? Absolutely. And and we love, you know, we're all about family and uh you know, we we recruit players individually and and uh Lauren and Julia, we would have recruited them on their own whether they were sisters or not so it definitely wasn't a factor but it's it's definitely a bonus when you can get one and you know that they got another sister that's a very good player as well so um obviously a fun time to be at long beach state right now there's already a big national championship banner up on the parking structure for the men's volleyball team you guys were i thought a really cool part of that journey because your team went out to sort of wish the team off when they went up to ucla and they were doing obviously nobody on campus does a better chant or cheer than the softball team including the cheerleaders (laughs) in my opinion um but that was sort of fun for them to you know help send those guys off when there's a big success for a team on campus like that does it sort of you know does it kind of inspire everybody i mean did you girls talk about that is it there's sort of a buzz around the athletic department i guess we want to be a part of that we want to get into the ncw and make a run too absolutely we like to believe it's contagious and uh it's great energy and you know you want to imitate champions you want to carry yourselves the way champions carry themselves and and be around them as much as possible and uh well it was just a great opportunity for us to be part of that i know that the team had a blast out there and i'm glad that uh glad that that worked out and uh on that note, um, the last time the, the men's volleyball team did win the national championship, the women's softball team was in the World Series. So <laughs> we're, you know, we're, we're excited about that. Works, and, works uh, for us. I'll, yeah. I'll tell them to start printing up another big banner for the parking structure right now. The historic so. mojo always strong on this campus. A lot of those teams that have had success recently have one thing in common. They've all kind of scheduled up. They're not afraid to go on the road, play big programs. You guys did that this year. You also had the sixth best record all time with 42 wins, and you were in the top 25 pretty much for the whole conference schedule, both national rankings and RPI. So is this the best possible scenario for you with your schedule and the way this worked out? Is this kind of now for you the roadmap to making sure that you're in position at the end of the year to either be an at-large bid or host? 
Absolutely. I mean, we know that uh, playing in the postseason is, is always a goal in our program and, and winning conference and or having a high RPI are, are basically the two two chances and two opportunities that you can have to that you need to have to to get into the postseason. So um, we always play a tough schedule and, uh, you know, the schedule worked out really nicely. And most importantly, the team had great success with a very tough schedule that we were very consistent from from the get go. Um, this team has just, you know, I, th I feel like we've really won the season as far as just where our ranking is and uh, how consistent we've been throughout the whole season. Well, and you've got players who are used to playing those tough teams in tough environments because it's not something you just started doing this year. It's in year in, year out. You're making them have those challenges. And they're also playing tough and close games. Yes. And you've had a, both sides of them this year. Yes. You had a few walk-offs and you've been left on the field a couple times. Absolutely. Coaches always say that the experience of the regular season kind of decides what your team's personality in the postseason is like. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like these close games against these elite programs has prepared your team better for the postseason and whatever lies ahead at Tempe? Absolutely. I think uh, probably, you know, my favorite game in, in our team, we talk about it um, this season, was our game against Auburn. Um, cause that was one of our first challenges against, we, I mean, we played really good teams before that, but that was a ranked opponent. Um, we had a huge crowd there that night and it was our, our first chance to really go out and test ourselves and see where we were at. And, uh, the team came to play. They played with confidence. They, you know, we had a freshman making a diving catch out in right field in the first inning. We had our shortstop making catches, spiking the ball down just with passion and energy and the whole dugout was going and you know it, it was an exciting exciting game and everybody was you know pumped up and and wanted to prove something and and had that confidence so that you know games like that can really you know continue to we build we built upon that um and i i think something a game like that can help us in the postseason so we've been ending these interviews. Uh, JJ kind of came up with the idea to talk to coaches about their favorite movies about their sports. But we were kind of like looking through IMDb. It's like, are there any softball movies? It's, it's like we're joking with a league of their own. There's more movies about women playing baseball, it seems like, than there are about softball movies. Are we missing one that you're aware of? Or is, is this is your sport underrepresented uh, at the box office? We are definitely uh, underrepresented. Wildly in, uh, underrepresented. Yes. It's such a fun sport that's uh, like would be so cinematic, too. I feel like the dugouts and you know what I mean? I'm legitimately really surprised by that. There are adult slow pitch softball movies. What? Yeah. It's wow. rough, it's rough out there for softball, Mike. We need to write a script on spec yeah. and just get it out there. Well, we got the summer we got the summer coming up. You know, we'll get we'll, Kim, you we'll loop you in as an EP, you know. We can all sit down when we got some free time and get this thing into development. I know. Maybe we'll have to talk to Erin Jones Wesley. She's she's getting into Ooh, a little bit of that and EJ Dunn, you know, okay. I could yeah, I could see her, you know, she loves to to be be on the mic she loves to be you know i think i think she is in some type of uh you know production it's yeah happening it's happening right, right now. now she's and, one of uh, she's one of our favorite could, ever and she would be for sure she'd be the she'd be the she'd be a better point person than i would you could almost go Moneyball, and maybe it's <laughs> not mean, the story about a team but it's really the story of the sport and how it transformed yeah. over the last few years into more of an offensive sport than yes. just pitcher dominated 
Well, I like this. We're, I don't yeah, know. I like you're on to something here. Let's go, yeah. dude. Okay, okay, we can't, okay, we can't, we can't put any of this out, or someone's gonna take your idea. Okay? Exactly. All right, uh, we'll call it "Swing for the Fences." Yes. Anyways, okay. yes. All right, Coach. I'll be work. I'll be working on that. If in this movie, you are written into this movie, which obviously now, if we're gonna write it, you're yeah, definitely getting written right, into this movie. Sure. Um, if you're written, when you're written into this movie. Who's going to play Kim Souter in, in this movie? Oh, no. Who's playing Kim Souter in <laughs> Swing for the Fences, the story oh. of the sport of softball? Oh, man. I'm not a big movie buff. Um, okay. We've got, uh, we've got a couple options, but I think I, I, think I nailed this one. So. All right. What, who, who are your you have to You have to guess first. Who do you, who do you think? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I, I love watching you destroy your great relationship with Long Beach State coaches by asking them this question now every Monday. Now I, they know I, I bring the real. I bring the realness. All right, oh. it's Tina Fey. Tina Fey. It's perfect. Okay. You're, you're a lot funnier than people give you credit for, and I think no. she could perfectly pull <laughs> off that dry sense of humor. I could see her swinging her arm at third, bringing the runner around home to score. Okay. Tina Fey. Perfect. All right, all right. Now, now I really Jeez. want to write the script, yeah. Mike. Yeah. Now, now, we're set, now we're set up. I'll call Tina's people and we'll get things moving for sure. Coach, oh. obviously, thank you so much for taking uh, taking time out of probably your busiest week of the year to sit down and talk with us. Uh, safe travels out there to Tempe. Thank you. And best of luck. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Always great talking to coaches during uh, exciting and stressful weeks for them. Super excited to see. I love me to say it's been on ESPN a lot lately. We might need some kind of a you know logo to go in the ESPN mark or something. It makes our job a lot easier. We've yeah, gone it's through nice to be able to DR, DVR the games you're covering for so sure. So many games watched on <laughs> Game Tracker. <laughs> Max Preps Game Tracker, shout right. out to, you know what I mean? For sure. Like, there's been some different ones, so it's going to be nice to watch that on ESPN. Andy, how big is it for the university – to be broadcast live on ESPN. I mean, to some people who might not know, they'd be like, ah, oh, whatever, it's on TV. But, but is that a big deal? It's a huge deal. You know, uh, you know selfishly, in, in terms of athletics, you know, we want recruits to see us play. And, you know, uh, you know, the ESPN brand is a huge brand. But it's great for the campus as well because, you know, not everyone's going to know everything there is to know about our campus. And even if it uh, gets a few youngsters to, to Google our website or, or check out what's going on with the Shark Lab or any other uh, of the great <laughs> academic uh I would like to see here. a competitive Shark Lab show of Wouldn't some that be kind awesome? on ESPN. Yes. I feel like there should be. I don't know. Like, <laughs> we got to bring back the swim team and combine it with the Shark <laughs> right? Lab. I mean, I if you know. can make it to the side and get out of the water. This this podcast is just a hop of hot ideas yeah. this week. I love it. Uh, what the, the other brand, Andy, that we've got going at the university right now is your kit game is really strong, and I just wanted to compliment you on that. Was it, it was Nike ID that you went Nike on and did, ID, did your own Nike custom ID. Long Beach State shoes? I may be following up uh, on that in the summer. Have you gotten a lot of comments about that? I actually was seeing, like, high school coaches and stuff who don't necessarily keep up with Long Beach State all that much are just like, who is this athletic director? Why does he have, why does he have better shoes than I do? Well, I love talking <laughs> about visual things on podcasts. So Andy yeah. has a black and, black and gold. I'm wearing them right now. Yeah, T-shirt, uh, t- uh, tennis shoes that, uh, that basically look like they took the Long Beach State color scheme and just threw them on a shoe. It's awesome. Yes, I'm super jealous of them. So, wh- how have you? Did you do that when you were at Santa Barbara too? Is that, is like custom shoes your thing? Yeah, you know, I'm not not a big shoe guy, but but I do like a nice pair of kicks. And uh, you know, this is the LBC, and you got to step your game up. So, you know, I'm trying to step my game up, and uh, you know, take it to take it to a different place, and, and hopefully, you know, have a fun conversation here and there. And like you said, if on Twitter, 
you know, somebody's going to kind of laughingly say that's cool. Well, then, you know, I think I've accomplished what I'm trying to do. <laughs> At sure. the Andy Fee. He's the best <laughs> AD follow in the whole nation, folks. I'm confident that Andy's GIF game tops all other athletic directors. Oh, yeah. He's on, he's my first pick on my team. <laughs> my AD GIF game team. Oh, uh, you know, we were mentioning softball just a second ago. Please do hit up the box office here at Long Beach State, 562-985-4949. If you're interested in going out to the desert and checking out some softball this weekend, should be a lot of fun and you want to make sure that when you travel and when you sit you're doing it with Long Beach State. Thanks to producer Roger, Andy Fee, Kim Souter, and everybody else here at Long Beach State still celebrating that national championship and I say just do it through the whole summer Mike what do you think? I might still be celebrating it next year uh, when they do get the banner raised up in the pyramid for sure. Thanks everybody we'll talk to you next week.